Brad Holmes apparently has some receipts. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It's a new week of Locked On Lions Super Bowl week right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day on a Monday, February 5th, and a Tuesday, February 6th. Thanks for making us your first listen and checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. That includes on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Coming up on the program today, Brad Holmes speaks. Lions general manager after year three gives his state of the team address today. He said some really good things today and he also said some really stupid things today. We will uh, get into that coming up momentarily here on Lockdown Lions. What about the future of Frank Ragnow? Um, ben Johnson's future with, with the Lions and apparently a butthurt group of commanders media um, just taking shots at uh, at Ben Johnson with unnamed sources. We'll get into all of that today right here on Lockdown Lions. Matt Derry with you again. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks at Lockdown Lions. Matt Derry Facebook fan page on threads at The Real Matt Dairy, and also on our Lockdown Lions YouTube channel, where you too can subscribe and watch us for free each and every day. Shout out to our everydayers. I know, those of you that watch and listen every day, I keep saying I'm going to have a list of everydayers and give them some shout outs. I just haven't gotten to it yet, but I will. But I appreciate all of you that check out the show uh, each and every day right here on Locked on Lions. Our program today here on a Monday is brought to you by our very good friends at FanDuel. Uh, make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. I'm going to play you some Brad Holmes audio today uh, as the Lions general manager spoke to the media. Now, I think Brad Holmes did exactly what many of us thought he would do today, and that is he's rallying the fan base. He's excited for the future. He said, look, this is no fluke. And this is, this is what I love about Brad Holmes. He is real, right? He's very emotional. We've seen the videos of him after games on the road, high-fiving fans. We've seen the, the video of him in the elevator at Ford Field, like going crazy and, ooh, ooh, and screaming and going nuts and, and seeing Chris Spielman kind of in front of him laughing. It's awesome. Brad Holmes is real. And, uh, and, and he's really into the job. He loves his team. He and Dan Campbell work so well together. And I don't think there's anybody in Detroit that disagrees with, with, with the idea that Brad Holmes was named executive of the year this year in the NFL. He, of course, should have been. He's done a marvelous job. And he said today, we have the best fan base in the world. We got to give these fans even more. We're not resting on our laurels. We're, we're, we're still going. We're still building. Uh, um, you know, this is just the beginning. And I love that. I love that about Brad Holmes. He talked about collaboration today. He talked about me and Dan Campbell and what, you know, what they're looking for. Not every player that's out there in free agency or the draft fits. And they're not Detroit Lions. He knows who those Detroit Lions are. Um, you know, he and we're going to get into the Frank Ragnow stuff. He has the backing of the players and vice versa. You can just tell. And he's done a whale of a job drafting. All right, Brad Holmes has done very, very well. Uh, he has brought in some superstar talent here. Panay Sewell and Amon Ross St. Brown, 
Aiden Hutchinson, uh, you know, Jared Goff to an extent was somebody that Brad acquired from the Rams. At times, Goff looks like a superstar. All right. There are some really, really, really good pieces here. And he has found some diamonds in the rough, whether it was drafting Ify Melifonwu or Aleem McNeil. Like I said, St. Brown, after zillions of other receivers went ahead of him in the draft. Holmes deserves a ton of credit, ton of credit for what he has done. Uh, there's no arguing that. And he went on this 11-minute diatribe today before any questions were asked just about how proud he is of this team, but how they're still building, how they're still going, um, the fan base, everything else. And I love that. You see the passion, and you cannot argue the results. They've gone from three wins to nine to 14. All right, 12 and five regular season, two and one in the playoffs. Um, this organization is headed in the right direction and they are in great, great shape. And uh, I absolutely love it. What I didn't like was Brad Holmes deciding also today that he was going to play the receipt game, where he was going to decide today that he was going to call out the media. And I thought it was absolutely Bush League and wrong. And I'm going to play it for you right now, right here on Lockdown Lions. This is courtesy of DetroitLions.com. I didn't like it at all. Um, if, if Brad Holmes wants to take shots at the national media and many national media members that, um, you know, didn't like his draft or said, what, what are you taking a running back and a linebacker for and all of that, I, I get that. I do. I understand it. But I think for the most part, the Lions beat writers and this group of, of, of reporters that covers, oh, let me just get this queued up here. Um, the reporters here that cover the Lions are excellent. Most of them. All right. Some, whatever, but most are really good. All right. The, the main group of beat writers, the, the Tim Twentymans and Mike O'Hara's, and, and and Dave Burkett and Kyle Mikey and Justin Rogers and Ben Raven uh, and Paula and all, all these people, all right, they, they do a really, really good job. Uh, and a lot of them have been around for a long time. Um, um, Nolan with the news. I could go on and on. And I have no issue if Brad Holmes wants to take some shots at some of the national people. Heck, he can take shots at, at me who does a podcast, all right? I didn't like the draft either. I was wrong, dead wrong. I've said that a couple of times this year. I became a huge Jameer Gibbs fan after I had said on draft night, what are they taking a running back at 12 for? This is a mistake. I was wrong. I own it. But Brad started going into this accountability routine today, and I thought it was weak sauce. He sounds like a whiner. Like, dude, you're, 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 on the, you're, you're the executive of the year. Take a listen to this, courtesy of DetroitLions.com from today. picks were not welcome by many in this room you know Dave you want us to pick quarterback you didn't want us to pick Panay Sewell you know people didn't want us to wait to the fourth round to draft a wide receiver people didn't want to wait on a Derek Barnes to develop but every single move was intentional and was made with intention you know back in 2021 we did not have multiple ones we did not have multiple twos we did not have four picks in the first 100 you know now we did have that and we used those wisely you guys didn't agree but we use those picks wisely 
But we didn't have – we had one extra pick in 2021. We had a comp third. That was Ify Melifonu. Carlos, I know you said that that was a miss. But that was the only extra <laughs> – that was the only extra pick. So what I'm saying is that's not required to sustain what we built going forward. So um, how does it make you feel when you make a decision that isn't – well received by everybody, but still standing on your two toes and going forward. I mean, just making by everybody or you included. No, I mean just anybody. I ain't really ever. <laughs> I I ain't say too much today. Deal with it, but just going forward, picking those. Small things. That's not a criticism. I'm just saying. I mean, it seems like you're enjoying it a little bit. No, no. It's uh, I'll, I'll say this. I'm big on accountability, you know, and um, I think you all would expect me to be accountable. When I'm up here, uh, when, when things don't go right, you would expect me to be accountable. And I am, I, I feel I'm a very accountable person. I think um, when you heard so much negativity about our draft, and then when I said, look, wait till they start playing football, you'll be appreciative. When they start playing football and people started giving them credit, the negativity kind of just everybody forgot about it. Nobody, you know, I, I give I give probably two people credit in this room that said, you know what, I was wrong. I was wrong. And I and I appreciate that and I respected that. But just the other about, you know, you knew they were wrong. And then they, oh man, these rookies are playing so well. Or you hear the man, many people thought. Many people gave him backlash or, oh, man, there were some people that, no, it wasn't many. It was, it was you. you like, I'm reading it like, no, you gave him backlash. And so it's just having accountability. That, that, that's, that, that, that's all it is. But, again, like I said, I'm not here to, I told you so. Again, I told you so was when we selected the players. Um, you just got to get through the post-draft wave. That was weak. That was really, really lame. I'm sorry. I commended Brad Holmes at the start of this podcast. I've commended him for three years. Um, is it okay if I still say that is that he hasn't uh, gotten a kicker for this team in three years? Can I say that, or am I going to get called out? Am I not accountable? What was that? Come on, Brad. Brash Holmes. That's what this is. He's no longer Brad Holmes on this podcast. He's Brash Holmes. I'm going to stomp around. Come on, dude. This guy's a really, really good general manager. He's, great. He's done a great job. Why are you spending three minutes with the – oh, I got receipts now on Dave Burkett and Carlos Menares and, 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 and Colton asked him a question. What about you? What about you? He's calling people out? Really? You sound insecure. The, the 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 proofs of the pudding, Brad. You win. <laughs> You're the general manager of an NFL team calling out a bunch of nerds with their tape recorders. You got to be kidding me. Dan Campbell says it all the time. We ignore the outside noise. You know, we, we just what happens in this in this place in this building is all that matters. I just thought that sounded really really unprofessional, to be honest. 
Now, some of you are going to defend him and say, well, what about the, the media that was unprofessional? Mel Kuyper gets it wrong all the time. Matt Derry gets it wrong all the time. Dave Burkett, Dave Burkett wrote today in the free press and go read it. He said, I didn't call for a quarterback. I said that the Lions would move up and get a Trevor Lawrence or something. But once they stayed at seven, Dave was all for them taking Panay Sewell. Brad's going back three years now to call out Dave Burkett, who's a damn good writer and as good an NFL writer as there is. Get over it, Brad. It's a bad look. It's a bad look. So when he says good things, I'm going to say it. When he says things that I think are a bad look, I'm going to say it also. Guy's a damn good general manager. Took the took the Detroit Lions to the NFC Championship game and they should have won. That's all you got to do. You want to call out the national people? Go for it. The national people were a lot worse and a lot harsher on the Lions draft than the local writers were, who I think do a damn good job and today got, got tooled on by a general manager who had a vendetta going into that press conference. Just talk about the year end, man. All right, I'm way over here. I'm sorry. Um, all right, coming up next, Frank Ragnow. Is there a possibility that this is it for him? I don't like this at all. We'll talk about it next right here on Locked On Lions. Locked On Lions today brought to you by our friends at DoorDash. Listen up, everybody. You want to get yourself some pizza? You want to get yourself some wings, some burgers, whatever it is. If you're watching Big Monday tonight, whether you're checking out college hoops throughout the week or NBA and then the Super Bowl this coming Sunday, come on now. There's only one place to go, and that is DoorDash. Is it halftime? That's ordering time. Two-minute warning. You got it. That's your cue to order in. Whenever the game clock stops, that's time to order in with DoorDash. I got my DoorDash bag right here. Anytime I want to get any of the stuff that I love. Heck, the other day, uh, my National Coney Island, you know I get it from DoorDash. Get that honey sandwich, the honey special with the fries. Get it from DoorDash. Kick back and kick off with unbeatable deals and everything you need for your watch party this weekend or tailgate. Get 50% off up to $10 in value. When you spend $15 or more on your first order, when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, subject to change, terms apply. All right, back on Locked On Lions, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day on a Monday edition, February 5th. Matt Derry with you, Locked On Lions of course, here with you each and every day, Monday through Friday. If you are new to the podcast, welcome in. Thanks to our everydayers that are not new to the podcast and have been with us from the get-go. All right. Also today uh, was very, very interesting. Frank Ragnow has said it. He needs rest. He needs to relax. He needs to get his body to heal. Um, it has been a rough few months for Frank Ragnow after having surgery on his uh, meniscus and everything else. Uh, Frank Ragnow um, needs some time as a Pro Bowl center to kind of um, relax. Well, today, Brad Holmes said something very interesting. He said they're going to give Ragnow some time and space to do some thinking. Quote from Brash Holmes. I have so much respect for Frank and for everything that he goes through and fights through that I'm just respectful of his time and his thoughts. We're not going to pressure him to do anything or make any moves, but the communication will be diligent. It'll be thorough. It'll be respectful. Is Frank Ragnow retiring? Now, he did say 
Ragnow did a few uh, last week. Quote, I'm just going to go take some time and really figure out out figure out everything to make sure that I'm feeling good, not only for me, the football player, but for me to be the best husband and best father and everything with that as well. He said the day after the season ended, end quote. Um, this would be a devastating loss for this team. Frank Ragnow, we know this, has an inoperable toe injury. He's had knee problems. He's had ankle issues. Issues. The guy plays through pain. He's a warrior. He's a monster. And I love what Brad Holmes, uh, excuse me, Brash Holmes had to say. We're going to give him some space. We're going to give him some time. But think about this. The Lions' strength is their offensive line. When they were healthy this year and you went left to right with Decker, Jackson, Ragnow, Glasgow, and Panay Sewell, they were awesome. It's an offensive line that has really, really come together and has been the strength of this team for the last couple of years. And this year just stood out even more because they were running the football on good rush defenses. They were protecting Jared Goff. And, you know, you had two pro bowlers in Panay Sewell and Frank Ragnow. You had Ragnow was a second-team all-pro. Sewell was first-team all-pro. Jonah Jackson is going to be a big-time commodity in free agency. If someone wants to give him an upwards of 18 to 20 million, that might be too rich for the Lions. We'll see. Uh, Taylor Decker is a rocket left tackle, and Graham Glasgow does deserve a raise because he came in at right guard this year for Hal Vitae and did a heck of a job. So the Lions have had one of the best offensive lines the last few years. Now they got to keep it together. I said it numerous times during the season. When Frank Ragnow was out and Glasgow to move over to center, they were not as good of a football team. They just weren't. So I hope Ragnow decides to come back. Think about the opportunity that he has with this team right now to go to a Super Bowl and and, and to make a run like they did this year. Um, but you're right. I think him talking the day after the season, he was very emotional. Hopefully, um, this is nothing more than just giving him some space. He'll be back. But to Holmes's credit, he's like, look, we're going to give him some time. We're going to give him some space. Just need to have some communication. Because obviously, if Frank Ragnow is, is considering retirement, the Lions need to find a center pronto, whether it's in the draft or in free agency. I hope that's not the case. But the way Holmes was talking about Ragnow today, he's like, wait a minute, what, what's what's going on here? This would be, to me, um, a surprise, to say the least. He's so good. He's so good. Frank Ragnow is as good a center in the league as there is in the league. Signals how he handles seeing things on the field. Um, he and Jared Goff have great chemistry. He moves bodies in the run game. He's excellent in the pass pro game. Uh, this would be devastating if he decided, look, I'm in too much pain. I can't do this anymore. But it's obvious that the Lions are concerned enough that Brad Holmes brought it up today. Like, look, we, we got to just be respectful of his time and, and give him some space. Um, but this is a guy that you've got to have on your team and you want on your team. He's a foundational piece. And while Panay Sewell might be the best offensive lineman on this team, I think Frank Ragnow playing that center position is the most valuable player on this offense, for sure. Just the way he direct, directs traffic and everything else. Um, you know, watch the center a lot. You're not paying that much attention to what the center does, but man, is he a good one. So I hope he stays, and uh, I hope that's all this is, is that giving him some time to kind of, you know, relax a little bit.
As far as the draft goes, uh, Brash Holmes said today that, um, you know, he's not sure what the Lions are going to do at number 29. He didn't talk about needs or anything else. He just joked, quote, if we trade out of the first round, I'll just send a memo. Um, quote, hopefully us hosting the draft means something means something because that's what our team has been built upon really is the draft and through the draft. So I think it's going to mean a lot on a lot of different levels. We've talked about it before. Lions need corners. Lions need defensive linemen, both interior and an edge. Um, and, you know, Holmes made a comment today about we're not going to be a Cinderella team. Well, they're going to continue to build and continue to win and, and keep this thing going forward. Well, starts up front. You know, starts up front with the on the D line, and certainly we know that the Lions need cornerbacks. Uh, I think Cam Sutton will be back, and I think playing kind of the cornerback two role, maybe even three next year, and playing in the slot even a little bit next year, may not be a bad thing for him. I know there's a lot of you that are like, oh, we got to get rid of Cam Sutton. Cam Sutton's got two more years left on his deal at 11 million a year. He had a really good first half this year. Um. I don't know what happened to him in the second half, but hopefully a bounce back for next year for sure. All right, uh, coming up next, uh, people throwing Ben Johnson under the bus. This is absolutely absurd, what I'm seeing out there right now um, in regards to Ben Johnson. We will explain coming up next right here on Lockdown Lions. And we're brought to you today by our friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. Today's episode of Locked on Lions is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all those who celebrate from our friends at FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and of course, placing some super bets. Think either Patrick Mahomes or Brock Purdy are going to catch their own pass? You think either one of them might potentially break the 506 passing yard Super Bowl record? All of that and much more is available over at FanDuel. Not only can you bet on who's going to win the Super Bowl, but there's even more bets on players who are going to score a touchdown, how many points are going to be scored, and much more. More. This gives you the opportunity to end your season with a W or two or three. New customers right now can join today and you're going to get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with fanduel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All 
All right, folks, we are back on Locked On Lions. I saw something today, and this is absolutely absurd, what is going on with Ben Johnson and the Washington Commanders. The Commanders are butthurt, all right? They are butthurt, and they are going and running to every reporter they can, mostly local, but also Diana Russini at The Athletic, in regards to what went down last week when they tried to interview Ben Johnson in person in Detroit. As you've heard many times, and the story goes, the commanders were flying last week into Detroit to interview both Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn, I believe, on Monday or Tuesday. Johnson texted the commander's brass as they were flying on the plane and said, I'm out. Thanks, but no thanks. And all of a sudden now it's like, oh, he's he's ruining his reputation. How disrespectful. They were still coming to town to see Aaron Glenn. But that's always not included in the story. Today, theathletic.com writes, quote, from an un, another, another team's high-ranking executive, I like Ben. A year ago, he knew he wasn't ready. One high-ranking executive with another team texted, I get a feeling he still thinks he needs time. Who knows? But to break the decision while they were in the air is a poor choice. Okay. In the piece, it says, whatever the theory, league sources, whether they cared about Washington's plight or not, shared one unified sentiment. The commanders got screwed. Quote, outrageous, simply outrageous, said a league source familiar with the situation. That's not how you conduct business. It is how you ruin your reputation, end quote. Oh, my God. Come on. We're talking about the Washington commanders here. I know they have new ownership. I know they got some good people up there. They... They got Bob Myers involved, formerly of the Warriors. They had uh, Josh Harris there, is highly regarded as a new owner. But give me a break. You guys wanted Ben Johnson. You thought you had him. You didn't get him. You now have Dan Quinn, who is known, you know, who's known nationally and is known universally as the guy that blew a 25-point Super Bowl lead. Don't tell me Dan Quinn was your first choice because he wasn't. Dan Quinn was available two weeks ago, three weeks ago. You waited for Ben Johnson. You thought you had him. I was telling you he was going to Washington, and it didn't work out. Should he have maybe picked up the phone? Maybe he was trying to call. Maybe the phone couldn't have been answered because you're on Wi-Fi on an airplane. He sent a text. Is that the single worst thing that's happened in this world? No. Man, the commanders are butthurt. They are running to any reporter, and these stories just keep coming out. Ben Johnson screwed the commanders. He's unprofessional. Ben Johnson's ruining his reputation. No, no, he's not. If Ben Johnson and the Lions offense continue to soar, continue to click, and next year the Lions get to the Super Bowl, or they, or, or they still have a top five offense, you don't think... There's not going to be one or two owners out there that's not going to pl want to pluck this guy away. He wants to stay. Is he asking for too much money? Maybe. But it's not like the commanders had to turn their flight, their plane around. They were still coming to Detroit to interview Aaron Glenn, and Ben knew that. Don't tell me it was so disrespectful, and he's ruining his reputation. That is a load of horse bleep. Come on now. 
I don't know what Ben Johnson's agents asking for. I don't know if these reports are true about 12 to 15 million. I don't know if he outpriced the commanders, but I do know this. He sent him a text. They were on the plane and said, thanks, but no thanks. I'm taking my name out of the running. You guys must be heading into town. You're not answering your phone. It's probably what took place. But they were still coming to talk to Aaron Glenn, and you know he was their first choice. And now that they have their second choice, they're trying to slander the man. I think it's ridiculous. He's a damn good football coach. He's a really, 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 really good offensive coordinator, and he's going to get his opportunity somewhere. To have unnamed team executives saying he's slander, he's smearing his reputation is hilarious. The commanders, they, they have any reputation? They've been the laughing stock of the league for years. And they're throwing stones? Got it. I'm riled up today. All right. That's it for me. Locked on Lions, Monday edition. Jim Nagy on Wednesday, executive director of the Senior Bowl. We're going to find out what's going, what's going on with all these college seniors and uh, the folks that played in the Senior Bowl this weekend. We'll get the skinny from Jim on Wednesday. 